Mal, do you know what coffee I've been enjoying a lot lately? No, which one? I have been enjoying free lunch coffees, medium dark roast blend. Ooh, me too. You know what I love most about their coffee, besides the rich flavor, is their mission to end hunger for underprivileged children. Each purchase from their store provides 10 meals to children in South Africa. If you want to enjoy this gourmet coffee that is fair trade and certified organic that also fights to end child hunger, go to their website, freelunchcoffee.com. And when you check out, use promo code THOSEOTHERGIRLS10. And let's end world hunger by doing what we do best, starting each morning with a cup of coffee. Hello, fellow other girls. It's Mel, and I want to tell you about the Anchor app. It's free, and it's a super easy way to record, edit, and upload that podcast you've been planning to start. They distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many other places. It's everything you need in just one simple place. So all you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hey guys, I'm Bailey. And I'm Mallory. And we are those other girls changing the culture, and bringing back traditional values. Today we're going to be talking about pop culture. And Mallory, what's the first thing you've got on your list today? (laughs) So um, our first thing is the Cardi B and Meg video, also known as WAP. Bailey, what were your initial thoughts? Yikes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Literally, yikes. Uh, so Mallory actually sent me the link. Mm-hmm. I was I was working that morning, and it was uh, I can't say it was a pleasant way to start the day. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I I, <laughs> I feel ya. I mean, obviously these are two beautiful women who have gorgeous bodies, um, but they show obviously way too much of themselves, and mm-hmm. it's so dirty and inappropriate. Um, I mean, you did give me thankfully the warning, like don't watch it in front of your husband. So yeah, because <laughs> I know, like you are so close to your husband and I was like wait don't do it in front of him this is not a video to show the men yeah I found like one snippet that was like the least dirty to show him and then I had him read the lyrics and I was like so that's the that's the new song and he was just like all right yeah I yeah it okay so when I first I okay also full disclosure because always want to be honest and truthful there are a few cardi b songs that i have sung to and i liked because i like a good beat and some of them aren't about that so when i heard it i was like okay cool i don't know much about meg the stallion i know that someone said something about her having strong knees that's all i knew um my mind can wander yeah my mind wanders where that what that means but i don't know yikes um 
I know that was like on Twitter because that's where I get a lot of our um, that's what I'll be getting a lot of our discussion stuff from Twitter. So I see all that stuff on Twitter. I'm like, okay, let me watch this video. So it just wasn't subtle. And I think that is my biggest problem um, with all of this stuff is like, and I know there's been bad or like dirty videos before. I know that 110%. But I just feel like it's becoming more popular and it's not. Um, it's not subtle. Right, right. And we both know, I mean, obviously, like you said, there's worse things on the internet by far. Right. But it's just the way that it's becoming so ingrained into our culture. Yes. That this is normal. This yes. is what every girl should want to do or feel like they yes. should be able to do. And it's it's not. Like, it's supposedly empowering. And I'm just, that's the problem I have with it. Because I've had discussions with people who don't have a problem with it. And they're like, oh, men are doing doing that or doing those videos and it's much worse. And, yeah, I don't that's disagree true, with that. Right. That is 110% <laughs> true. But the difference is, A, like, my other thing, too, my problem with, like, feminism, stuff like that is, like, they always go, well, men are doing X, Y, and Z. But that doesn't make it right. And then, like, right. that doesn't mean we should do it ourselves. Right. And that's exactly how I felt about Taylor Swift's video uh, for the man, the song. Yeah. It was It was basically saying, here's all the crappy things that men do, and women should be able to do this, too. And it's like, no, we should just discourage men from being that crappy. Like, that's the whole point. I agree with you. Men can be pigs. Men can be terrible. Right. But most men aren't like that. Most men don't get away with stuff like that. And the ones that do shouldn't. You're right. Right. But, like, don't try and make it like, oh, yeah, if I was a man, I'd be doing all these awful things. It's like, no, be a good man. Right. You know, be like... Be like the men that we want to see, right? And then, in this day and age, too, the men that are like that are getting called out more, I think. They're getting called out more than before. Right. Can we say that, um, you know, in the 50s and, like, past tense, back then, it was terrible for women. The men were pigs and blah, blah, blah. Of course. We can definitely say that. It has progressed a lot. It has progressed a lot. And people, And I think that part of it is people have really... um, as a Christian, I always think that everything is better with God. Sure. So I think part of it is people have really actually dived in and started reading the Bible for themselves because back in the day, you didn't read the Bible for yourself. Right. You just went to church and your, whatever your pastor it. said, yeah, you listened to it. So I think that that has helped us. That has helped us come along. Like men, Christian men know through the Bible how a man should act. So it's gotten better. But it's not as bad as it was before. So now we're on a rabbit trail. But we've also had this discussion, like, I mean, women in the 50s, like, some of that was their choice. I mean, not, That's not all of it. That's a very good point, too. But, like, as soon as the 20s, when the when the women's right was uh, passed through, um, through the 20s, they started to become more prominent. I think at one point, because of technology developing and because they were doing the call boards and, like, women yeah. were doing a lot of the office jobs, they made up 25% of the workforce in the 20s. So, I mean, women have been working for a very long time, and I think that shift has been happening gradually. Um, and so I don't think it was necessarily all of that awful in the 50s yeah men men may be gross back then but i think some men are still gross now yeah but like you said i definitely agree with the the biblical values have gotten a lot stronger throughout the years (laughs) yeah no and i don't i think that's a good point too some people like that like some some women want to be at home and we've talked about that because that's what i want yeah i want to be vacuuming the house and making dinner (laughs) yeah like i want to rush home from my job have the baby on the hip and cooking for my husband when he gets here like i i want to do both and i will you know lord willing um but you know some people like that like um so 
I mean, that's a good point, too. So it wasn't as bad as, like, people make it seem. Right. But because we're in this day and age where everybody wants to be super equal, and we are equal in value, we just don't have the same function. And I think that's not what feminism says. I sat in my church, and they were showing all these ads, these old 50s ads, and one of them was for a new Hoover vacuum. And they're like, can you believe? They're, like, rolling their eyes. Like, oh, yeah, women wanted these. Like, I can't believe that they were so sexist back then. And I'm like... It used to be women Women valued their homes. They yeah. took a lot of pride in taking care of their homes. And right. before that, you had to pick stuff up either with a broom or with your hands. So a vacuum saved you so much time. It was new technology. Right. It was innovative. I mean, to have a vacuum that could reach under your couch, like, that's unheard of. Yeah. So I think, you know, a lot of people look at it as like, oh, that's sexist because you just expected the woman to vacuum. And I'm like, I think my husband would have been excited about it, too. It's like, we don't have right. to do this by hand anymore. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And my other, okay, and then also to that, but like, if the women were vacuuming, of course you want to market to the women. Like, I don't think right, it's that. Exactly. Like, I don't think it's, like, that wild of an idea. Right. Just, like, I mean, today we still, like, the WAP video is probably mostly going to be, well, I don't know. I don't know. I was, okay, I I was following a train of thought. I don't know. I don't know who's viewing it the most. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, obviously, men are going to view it for very dirty reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like we said, there's more than that out there for them. Yeah. Um, So, I I feel like that's going to lead to a lot of worse places for Mm men. Uh, but I feel like it's mostly going to be women who like watch it and feel empowered. And they're like, mm-hmm, I got this. Like, I'm sexy now. I feel all empowered and great. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how we should be teaching our girls to present yeah. themselves. And that's my biggest thing, because just like with everything else, it's going to start setting a standard. Yep. And then it's going to get worse and worse. And like women, we used to not do that. I love a good music video. I do. Me too. Especially we've women. That. Yeah. We've <laughs> talked about that. Especially women because like women music videos, they're dancing. There's a story to story it. Storyline. Storyline is so huge. It actually makes sense. Men music videos are just them sitting somewhere and like holding hey, somebody. Hey. Yeah. Mm. And then a girl comes and does a little something or another. And then, <laughs> and then that's okay, it. Like Thomas Rhett has really cute music videos there's a couple of, i don't know who that is there's a couple of country artists who do some really cute oh, videos um okay. i think men it's more like i guess the rappers the pop stars yeah those are more dance driven so i think country songs country songs overall are just more storyline based that's very true um yeah no i agree <laughs> <laughs> okay so um i'm gonna jump around on our little docket and i'm gonna let's talk about kanye for a second okay um, what do you think is going on with him? What are your thoughts? Are you concerned? Do you think he's going to run? You think he's really running for president? What are you, what are you thinking? Uh, you know, I don't know. I I feel like Kanye has gone through phases. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, I kind of feel like the Christian thing was a phase. No, we don't say that. I hope not. I, I hope, hope not. it's not. I really hope that he is genuine in everything he says, that God has changed his life and that he means it. Yeah. Um, and obviously we saw some good fruit from him as that happened. I just don't know that it's forever. I, I hope it is. Yeah, um, me too. But I also think the presidency thing might be a phase where it's just like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm just going to run for president because obviously Donald Trump did it. Like, I can do it, too. Um, And so I I don't know. I kind of feel like that for sure is a phase. I don't know if the Christianity thing is a phase, but the the presidency, I just don't see him running for it. What about you? Okay, so I really hope the Christianity thing is not a phase. Um, The president thing. 
I feel like it could be just him, like, oh, like you said, like, Donald ran. Yeah. Let me try. Or even, like, oh, maybe I'll help Donald out by taking some of the vote. I thought of that, but I don't know if that's, like, like he seems serious about it. Well, now after um, Kamala called people ages 18 to 24 stupid, oh, I, I was... I didn't even hear that one. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she talks about how we need... Um, resident assistants in our dormitories because we're so stupid um yeah it was a it was a very classy moment um and so i'm like okay now you're losing the young vote yeah and if kanye comes in and sweeps it uh, sweeps up the young vote that's like the people who are i mean all of the like that settle for biden on instagram have you seen that settle for biden there's literally a page okay and (laughs) what's so funny is i thought for sure it was satire i was like this is babylon b like satire kind of stuff that's hilarious no it's a legit group of students (laughs) <laughs> who wanted Bernie to win, who were, like, super radical leftists who wanted Bernie to win, and now that he didn't win, they're saying, settle for Biden because we can still push him more progressive. And so it's literally this Instagram page dedicated to, like, well, Kamala could be worse, but, you know, she's something. Yeah, Joe is okay, I guess. <sighs> like, literally, that's their campaign. Could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> and I bet you if you ask them, like, what is the main reason why you're voting for them, literally all they would say is not Trump. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. It yeah. is. Um, it's just literally not Trump. Which is why it's, like, settle for Biden because it's better than Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Um, did not know she had said that about us, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, you'll have to look it up. It's, yeah. a, it's a superb moment. Uh, right up there with her calling Joe Biden racist for busing and... and- um, saying that she believed his accusers you know and we talked about this a little bit on our little video that is what is something that kind of like i mean we're in now politics you gotta attack the person i think it's dumb we should not have gotten that far i think i have always been like this. i agree in discussions like when you're having discussions about topics always stick to the topic Right. If Marianne has, like, a lazy eye, there's no reason to talk about Marianne's lazy eye. <laughs> okay, but, like, so that's the thing is, like, I think Amy Klobuchar, a couple of the other people who were running, they would dig at Biden's policies and say, like, oh, that would cost way too much money or that's unrealistic. Right. Like, they were they were attacking him, but they never called him racist or a rapist. Right. You know, like, they never accused him of anything. Yes. And that would have been, to me, a much smarter choice than picking someone who like, literally said that you built your... And yeah. it makes her seem like a huge hypocrite. Right, So did exactly. you just say it to say it, or do you really believe that? And if you had just attacked his policies, if he did pick you, you wouldn't have to be having to, like, backtrack and figure that out. Right. Same with Sean King, mm-hmm. the guy. Mm-hmm. Is, that's the name, right? Sean yeah, King. Yeah, from the How, yeah. yeah. He had all this, oh, Joe... And it's so crazy, because in the same tweet, he was talking about Joe Biden and Kamala... Um, how terrible they were. And then, like, what was it, uh, a year later or something, mm-hmm. it was literally, oh, this is so great. The best thing that could happen is, like... Well, the same thing. She accused <sighs> she accused somebody of being racist for mispronouncing her name, which it's not a common name. It's not. I've never seen it before. I mean, yeah. I don't know anybody else with that name. Yeah. And so a lot of people say Kamala, which is how it looks. Yeah, and that's she called, what I've been saying. Yeah, and she called, she called. I can't remember who it was, but she called someone racist for saying it. And then the other day when Joe Biden asked her if she wanted the job, he was giving a speech. He said her name like three times, and like two of the three times he said it correctly. But one time he said it wrong. He said it Kamala. 
And so it's like, now is he racist because he said your name wrong once? Right. Like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, people put inflections on people's names at different places no matter what your name is. And I can understand how frustrating it could be if people mispronounce your name all the time. Oh, yeah. But I'm I think, sure. like, automatically saying it's racist, I think that's just wrong. Like, believe it or not, people mispronounce Mallory all the time. Oh, sure. I, and I think it's super simple. I think that, or or they, I say, oh, my name is Mallory. Oh, hi, Valerie. And it's like. Mallory. Mallory. Right. And it's fine. Like, I don't think it's anything personal. And I understand how, but I get it. It's right. happening in her life. Sure. Frustrating. But I think to automatically call something racist, right. that's where the problem is. And all of these isms, you add in all that to these words, you are um, lessening the strength and the definition of it. If we call everything racist, then nothing's racist. And we are not able to call out pure, True. actual racism. racism. Yep. If you are always calling everything racist. And that is, has been my biggest problem with this whole you're a racist you're a you're a nazi no you're a nazi like right. that's been my biggest because we're not gonna be able to recognize right. what is real the boy crying wolf right yeah so then when it really comes time to be like this is actually racist right everybody's gonna be like yeah exactly. everything's racist yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah that's just, uh that's very frustrating yeah absolutely. um but yeah, so Kanye, uh, back to all that to say about Kanye, I hope that he, um, I really like what he says about like pro-life stuff. Yeah. And so far that seems to be his only platform. I think that's super important. That's my most important issue. Yeah, it's huge. But I do recognize that's not the only issue in the yeah. entire world right now. So it would be nice to hear, you know. Yeah, I would um, be very curious to hear his other Literally platforms. everything else. Um, because all he's talked about is abortion. So it would be nice to talk about literally everything else. Um, right. Well, I think, I think the other biggest problem is with his platforms. I mean, he's agreed with Trump on so much that I don't feel like he would have different enough opinions <laughs> right to, like to sway right me. Exactly. yeah that i mean that's the other thing too like i i wouldn't vote like people oh people are always saying um oh he's going to take from biden or whatever and kind of sort of but then at the same time like he could also take from trump because like policy wise he's more like trump than biden right so i don't know and... i don't know i feel like i feel like the republicans though like oh they're know, gonna vote for trump yeah. right they know that Kanye's not going to win it. Yeah. Um, I mean, can you imagine that? Like, you're there on election night, and you're like, okay, we're really hoping that Biden doesn't win, and if Trump could win again, that would be great, Um, please. And then you look at the TV, and it's like, Kanye West, 2020, won the presidency, and you're like... That way. (laughs) (laughs) Who? (laughs) What? And imagine... No, I think Kim has changed to a better person, I think. I don't know her personally. But, like, just imagine Kim in the White House. The fashion level. Like, and they're going to make it. first lady only. (laughs) And they're going to make it very minimalistic to the, because have you seen, like, the tours of their house and stuff like that? They have, like, a sink and then, like, nothing else. And, like, maybe, like, a soap dispenser. And then the bathroom's, like, all the way over there. I don't know. I feel like they would modernize the White House, like, too much. Yeah. Oh, they would. Like, the whole point of the White House is that it's history. Yeah. Because I'm like that, too. I'm a minimalist. I'm very trendy, designy. But, like, if I was moving into the White House, I know that that's historic. Yeah, like, don't mess with it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Keep the portraits. I mean, I'd add my portrait, obviously. Sure, of course. But, you know, keep and, the and other your, ones. Your portrait can be fabulous. That's oh, it fine. will. Absolutely. But. Sparkles, pink, and glitter, everything. <laughs> when Mallory's first lady. <laughs> oh, my God, that'd be so great. <laughs> I People have made comments like, oh, you should run for president, you know, just casually. And I'm like, absolutely not. I have no interest in being president. That sounds Yeah, it sounds terrible. terrible. I, this is enough of being in the public eye for me, I think. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever run for office. I feel 
think I would go maybe a step further, but not to, like, and I I don't think I would do like um, Congress. I would do maybe local. Yeah, even like school board or something like that. I think, I, I think school board would be fun. Yeah. Um, Further than that would be yeah. kind of scary. No, not, not Mallory. <laughs> yeah, not. Baby I'll support either. you. Right. Let me know. I, I I would be a fantastic campaign manager. I think in my head. Oh, I think you would too. In actually. my head, I'm like I'd be such a good campaign manager. But yeah, we'll if see. I run for school board, you can be my. I'll be your campaign manager. manager. Yeah. perfect. That'd be good. Um, did you see Taylor Swift's rampage on Twitter last night about Donald Trump? No. Yeah, she was. She tweeted out like. Um, he knows that we clearly don't want him to be our president, and so he's trying to defund or oh, dismantle the, yes. USPS yeah. so that we can't do mail-in voting. And she basically said he's trying to take advantage of the coronavirus situation and uh, use it to not do mail-in voting, which it's like, since when did we, we've never had mail-in voting. Right. Like, he's not taking advantage of the coronavirus, he's just following what we've done for the last forever and i feel like literally <laughs> any other election we could like discuss the possibility but this is probably going to be the most important election of our lives yeah like i honestly but i say that now next or next no, season we have worse, no idea right. it could be even worse. we don't even know who's running yet no so. idea the way 2020 is going who knows but we don't even know if the world will still be here <laughs> right good point as well if god has not come back by then and we're still kicking it we have no idea. So, at least right now, this is going to be the most important election of our lives. Agreed. So, let's just stick with what we know. Let's not try this new thing. Let's just right. stick with what we well, know. It's like, why can't people just do, like, if you don't feel comfortable, just do absentee? Well, exactly. Like, and they, they've tried to they've tried to do some of these mail-in elections at just the local level. And even oh, yeah, the local yeah. governments have messed it up. Oh People have ordered extra because, oh, his mind's lost in the mail. And they get extra ballots. Or they don't... Someone, I think, posted a picture one time on Twitter of, like, a bunch of the mail-in ballots, like, pinned to their billboard at their apartments and people were just grabbing them yeah like oh, i don't, don't want to use my vote so here i'll just put it up here like i think um, that's crazy i know a few people in my life who are older who have never voted in their life they just don't want to yeah and i know i know one of them specifically who would just like hand me his car be like oh i'm not gonna vote here if you want it take it Ugh. that's horrible yeah we can't do that we cannot like more, now more than ever. Maybe four or five elections ago. Okay, let's try out this new thing. No, no. This one we cannot. Yeah. Absentee um, ballot. Um, right. Vote early. You can vote order early. an absentee ballot. Absentee ballot. <laughs> an absentee ballot. Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Keep going. Um, absentee. Yeah. Ballot. Go out and vote early. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw somebody asking the other day, could we turn it into a three-day election so that, like, the early birds can go on Saturday and then Sunday and then Monday, um, which I don't know how that would work because I feel like it could still end up getting rigged. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the logistics of that. See, I, I don't think, I think as long as you can go in, yeah. I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. And I also think go in with your mask. Right. They'll have hand sanitizer. And they're going to be, do, like, people who are concerned, they're going to be taking precautions. Right. I mean, we take precautions to do everything. Everywhere you've been, right. these last, going to the gym. To walk my, into the studio, we wear our masks. Yeah. So they're going to take precautions. So you go in, you do that, or absentee. I really right. don't understand why the mail-in voting thing is such a big, like, what's the difference between mail-in and absentee? Because they know that they can 
get extra votes. My thing is, what if it happens the other way? What if all those extra votes end up going to Trump and yeah. it just, like, backfires in their face? But, okay, here's the thing. If we do mail-in voting mm-hmm. and Trump wins, or we do in-person voting and Biden wins, those are the only two ways that no one's going to be accused of cheating. If we don't do mail-in voting and Trump wins, they're going to say, oh, it's because of the coronavirus and people couldn't go out and vote because it wasn't safe. And if we do um, mail-in voting and Biden wins, it's going to be, oh, well, we shouldn't have done mail-in voting. Obviously, it was rigged and it was cheating. So, like, I feel like it's someone's going to be accused of cheating unless the right person wins in the right scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. This election, no matter who wins, like, that next day, I'm going to just stay home. Like, I'm going to stay home and I might even say off of social media. Like, who, no matter who wins. That's definitely a car. <laughs> Sorry, there's like a huge bass drop, like just shaking the studio. I'm like, are we having a second earthquake? What's happening? That you slept through. I can't believe. Okay, everybody I texted was like, what are you talking about? I was like, there was yeah. literally an earthquake just now. Nobody, all my friends slept through it. Yeah, well, I, I don't think we were close enough to really feel. I think you were closer than Ryan and I are. The, That's fair. Cause the top of the Atlanta. lake. So Yeah. 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 So oh, sidebar, y'all. Charlotte <laughs> had an earthquake. Yeah. The first one in Charlotte, the first one that big in Charlotte in like a yeah. hundred years. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was scary i had a couple in california so okay. i was kind of used to that so see it was new for me it was my first one yeah. so i'll be talking about it a lot yeah. um probably for an inappropriate amount but it was my first time so you know it's culturally relevant yeah I'm fine yeah okay um <laughs> but yeah so um but yeah so this election you're right whatever happens i will also stay at home um it's gonna be crazy the last election, I was, I'll never forget, I was in college, and that next day after he won, it was just, first of all, it rained, so that was, it was just, glo- like, everybody looked so sad. It was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Everybody was sad. There were teachers who said you could take a day off. Like, it was the strangest reaction. Yeah, I, re- I mean, I remember, I remember in 2016, um... That people needed safe spaces yeah. after Trump. It was like, Trump won, I need a safe space. Like, I can't go out in public. But I, I remember more election night because I remember, like, I had just come around to being a conservative. Like, Ryan calls it, like, his, uh, what did he say? Like, epiphany? Yeah, no, it was just like a last moment save for oh. him. Because <laughs> we had been debating and I realized I was more conservative, but for some, like, I just, I mean, I still don't love the way that Trump talks. Right. Like, a lot of his tweets and stuff, like, the way he says things bothers me. Um, like, I think it does for a lot of women. Yeah. I think especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but, we had talked about all these values. I knew Trump's platforms and I was like, okay, I went in, voted for Trump. Um, which saying that, I guess, is kind of a big deal now. If you say yeah. you voted for Trump, it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there it is. So I voted for Trump. Um, um, so yeah, he, a last minute convert. That's what he says. Um, so anyway, I remember going home that night and I, I came out um, and I got in his car. We were just dating at this point. So he was just my boyfriend. And we didn't hang out late at night ever. Um, and so... This was, like, the first time I was hanging out with him, and we were watching the election news, and I was, like, falling asleep on his couch, because I'm not a night owl. Like, I go to bed early, so do you. Yes, yes, um, I do. I'm a morning person, and my husband's not. He's, like, he could stay up till, like, 3 a.m. if you'd let Ooh. him every night. Oh, my gosh. Cannot and wake relate. up at, like, noon, and I'm, like, no. Ooh, I can't. Relate. Yeah, no, me either. I'm, like, I, your day is gone. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh, yes. Side note. But anyway, 
Um, so he was like staying up for it, and he was excited because he thought Hillary had it in the bag. Me He's, too. Like, you know, everybody did. It was yeah. like it's Hillary Clinton. She's been wanting this forever. She's yeah. been campaigning for this forever. They want her, quote unquote. They right. Yeah. And you know, her husband's been president. She's been first lady. She's got mm-hmm. lots of experience. Like obviously, she's 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 it. Right. Like yeah. it doesn't matter how bad her policies are. She won. And so I fell asleep on his couch when it was still kind of like. Oh, yeah, there's been a few states that have reported Trump won, but, like, it's still on the fence. It could still go either way. And I fell asleep, and at, like, 11.30, Ryan, like, nudges me, and he's like, babe. And I'm like, what? And he's like, Trump won. And I was like, huh? (laughs) He's like, Trump won. And I was like, really? And then just watching the news cycle of, like, people breaking down, crying, sobbing, hugging each other. The Hillary defeat party, like, when everybody was there for her acceptance speech, and they're all, like, crying and in tears, and I was just like, wow. Because yeah. this is the first election that I remember, like, watching or yeah. caring about in yeah. my lifetime, you know? Yeah. I rem- I watched it with a friend, and it was getting to be so late. I was like, okay, I need to go back to my dorm, because um, we were in separate dorms, and I went back and we were like on the phone because we were both super in politics. And I was like, I cannot believe he's winning. And it wasn't that. So I, like I said, conservative and everything. I just didn't. I'm going to admit, I was not his biggest fan. Sure. I wanted Marco Rubio. I was literally about to start a Students for Rubio on my campus. And then he dropped out. Like, I want to say it was like two days before. Like, oh, no. Yeah. I had submitted my thing two days prior before him dropping out. So, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't the most thrilled about him. Mm-hmm. So when it and I also too, I was like, honestly, Hillary's gonna win. Like it doesn't matter. Like right. uh, they want her to win and blah blah blah. And then um, he won, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, let's see how this goes. And I remember I've told someone, me and another person were talking about. It, I was like, I think we should at least give him a chance. Like this is his president. Like I don't like I. I don't want to say I don't see the big deal because I can understand if yeah. you feel hurt by the things he said. I totally understand that. Some of the things he said. Um, not all of them. Some of them. And I totally understand where you're coming from. But I'm like, let's just give him a chance. Give him a chance. What? Please. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, we are going to be in chains by the end of his life. And I'm like, okay. Dramatic. Okay. That's a bit dramatic. Yeah. Like, I need you to chill. So yeah. it just... This is, I think, is going to be worse. Like, I think people are going well, to... we were talking about. If it turns into a three-day election, imagine that. Yeah. Like, night one, reporting in. Oh, my God. Here's what's going on. Yeah. So you're like, okay, night one, Biden won it, you know? And you're yeah. like, okay, now what? Like, what's going to happen next? And yeah. day two, it's like, oh, it's on the fence. It could go either way. Okay, and now, Bailey, can you explain what doctors and swimsuits is on the docket? Yes, absolutely. So, um, I had a friend who messaged me and asked for my opinion. Um, I guess an article came out recently that said that it was unprofessional for doctors to take pictures or post pictures on their social media accounts uh, of themselves in swimsuits. Uh, and the, I think the article went on to say something, maybe I'm wrong, about doctors um, also drinking and posting that on social media outside of their job, you know, just on their personal pages. Mm-hmm. And so then this hashtag took over, um, like, med bikini, and so a bunch of doctors were posting pictures of themselves in swimsuits um, and being like, oh, yeah, I'm unprofessional, whatever. Um, and so, you know, she wanted to get my opinion on on what I thought about this, and I... You know, I've got I've got a mix. So not really a mixed opinion. I think you know whatever you want to do on your social media page. I think that's your social media right. page. That's between you and God. Now, 
I say that, but I think companies also reserve the right to, I mean, if, if you're getting in trouble, like if patients all of a sudden are like, oh, I don't want to see you and the medical practice is losing business and they don't want to keep you on staff, I think that that's their right. right. Um, I mean, I feel like, of course, they should have that conversation with you. It shouldn't get to that point. But like your social media page is your social media page and that's your life. Just know that you could compromise your, um, your job. Uh, yeah. You could compromise some of your patients if they don't like it. I don't see why I would have any problem with my doctor having a life. I mean, obviously, they go swimming, they yeah. drink alcohol, like, they're human beings, so why they should be able to post whatever the heck they want to. Also, just a side note, is it, why are you following your doctor on Instagram? I don't know, that's a little weird to me yeah. anyway, but keep going. No, I can, I can see that, and that's, I mean, that's the thing is, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, my husband's a pilot, and they obviously have laws about oh, yeah. How, yeah. how close you can drink alcohol to when you're allowed to fly, which, mm-hmm. obviously, I don't want to see my pilot, like, getting drunk and then getting on the plane, because, right. you know, drunk driving is bad, drunk pilot would oh be even God. worse. Like, oh, my God. No. <laughs> so, I get it. Like, there are rules, and if I saw, like, if I saw my doctor drinking outside before their shift, if they're, like, getting smashed, I'm going to be like, okay, maybe I don't want you to treat me. <laughs> right. But, like, if it's the weekend, and you don't you know you're gonna work on monday like a normal human being like i don't care what you yeah. do. live your life like you know probably better than anybody how that's gonna affect your health <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i don't think it really matters i mean like you said saying there was like a um what would you do about that actually like okay if you are supposed to do surgery at 8 a.m and the night before um it's 2 a.m., you're drunk with your friend, you're like, oh, shoot, let me get home, I got surgery at 8. Okay, all right, sir. Like, too much. Too much. But, like, if it's, like, a weekend thing, like, I don't really think it matters. I think that the people who it does matter to are the businesses. Right, And maybe they don't want that type of thing portrayed, so I think that's a different story. But if it's just, like, a regular person, I don't think, I don't think the average person cares. Right. Once again, though, I think it's kind of, like, I wouldn't follow my doctor on Instagram. Well, let's see, and that's, that's more the alcohol thing, which I can see yeah. would affect your abilities right. more. But, like, posting yourself in a bikini. Yeah. I no. mean, yeah, you might lose a patient or two. I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't care. Wear your swimsuit. Be proud of your body. Like, I'm sure you're healthy and you probably work out because you're a doctor. Right, so, like, right. I don't, I don't care. Know. I'm just like, you do you. Like, if that's your thing, go for it. I think that the people that, like I said, the people that care are the people in charge. And then looking, like, now thinking more about it, I feel like people a little bit older. Yeah. 60 up mm-hmm. might care. Sure. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, they have social media. I shouldn't say that, but. Yeah. Or they know people that do have social media. Right. So, like, 60 up, I think they might care. Even 70 up might care. But, like, I don't, you know, I we don't. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't think, I don't think it's unprofessional to have no. pictures of yourself in a swimsuit on your personal page. No. On your LinkedIn, sure. That's probably not the page. Right, right. <laughs> you want to be sharing your swimsuit picture. Right. But like on your Instagram, on your Facebook, Instagram, if it's yeah. your personal life, share it. Like, yeah. Okay, so I just thought of this though. I don't. But I don't know if it's just because of a moral thing for me. I don't think it'll affect how you do stuff. But like, you know, there's bikinis that like cover you and there's bikinis that don't but again that's to me that's just like anybody and like i said you're putting yourself at risk to lose patients if you're not comfortable with that and that's your prerogative if you are comfortable losing those patients then do it um for me i personally wouldn't show that much of myself and that's just the discretion that i I make but i make that 
whether I work for a company or I'm a stay-at-home mom right. who has no one to answer to except her husband. I mean, you know. Yeah, but, I was say, what well, <laughs> even if I'm a single girl who doesn't, who's not employed, right. even if I'm just in college, like living with my parents, or I don't even have my parents to answer to. Yeah. Like I don't care. I'm not going to show that much of myself. And if you're comfortable doing that, again, your prerogative. You do it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do think, after, like, after a while, I guess it could come off as unprofessional. That would be my only thing. The alcohol thing, for sure, I think that, you know, please watch when you do it. Like, but like you said, it mean, can affect you. It really can. I also think it's smart to keep your Instagram and your Facebook private. Yeah. If you're maybe in a position like that and yeah. you want to post. Because that's the thing is, if your Instagram is private and it's just your friends on there, then yeah, maybe don't add your patients. And right. then it, it doesn't matter what then you post. It it's not right, unprofessional because right. it's not a professional page. Right, You know, right. you're not trying to look professional. You're just living your life. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, if you just, I don't know, people should just do what you want to do. And, like, also, too, I just thought of this. How are, do you... Not saying that wearing a swimsuit is wrong or anything like that, yeah. but, like, is that a swimsuit that might be revealing? Because I think more than anything, their problem was probably the more revealing ones. Right. I haven't read the article, but I'm guessing yeah, that's either, probably so. what people are thinking. So, is that what you want portrayed? If that is, then it literally does not matter. But if you're like, eh, I don't right. know if I necessarily want that image. Well, like we said, that's with anybody. I yeah. Mean, um, yeah. When I grew up, I, I grew up doing pageants, and obviously we would wear a swimsuit on a stage in front of people. Yeah. Now, I would always go for the less revealing ones, personally, because that was just my personal preference. Preference, right. Yeah. And some girls would go for really showy ones, and they felt confident in that. And so it's like, you do, you know, you do you. Yeah. At whatever you feel confident in, and you feel like you're going to win the pageant wearing, then do it. But we also were told, like, on our social media pages that the judges could go on there, and they could look at your, you know, your information. And, you know, people do get an image about you mm-hmm. from your social media pages. Mm-hmm. So you're right. If you make a lot of bad decisions... People are going to, it's not necessarily that they're going to not like you or think it's unprofessional, but they might. Yeah. And people are going to form their opinion based on what they see on your feed. And so I grew up with that in mind, like, oh, don't do anything, like, don't post too many stupid pictures. Or if you do, again, keep it private, keep it on lock, and only add people who you know are going to be comfortable or okay with seeing that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of a slippery slope, but um, yeah. that's, that's my two bits. Yeah. What's next on our... On our little docket. Okay. On the docket, um, <laughs> let's talk about, let's end on something positive. Absolutely. Please. <laughs> <laughs> what is something positive that has happened to you in these last, or something you've learned in the last couple of months because of this COVID thing? Like, what, what's something positive that has come out of COVID? This podcast? I was um, gonna say that. Oh. Moving to Charlotte, I mean, you know, I, I left all of my family. So for those of you who don't know, um, I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. My husband and I moved to Charlotte at the end of April, uh, beginning of May, and yeah, we both, all of our family on both sides, lives in New Mexico. So we left everybody we know. We only have a couple of people that we knew out here in North Carolina. 
who we love to death, um, and we haven't been able to see so much because of, of the COVID mm-hmm. um, debacle. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just been a I don't know. <laughs> that was a good word to describe it. It's been a debacle. <laughs> debacle. It's been a bunch of stuff. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's been good to, to get out here and get a fresh start, and it's just me and my hubby. You know, we kind of got to depend on each other and on God, so that's yeah. been nice. And, um, yeah, that's a lot more time at home with each other and with the dogs. Our dogs love it. I'm, I'm pretty sure that COVID was a conspiracy created by dogs <laughs> so that their owners would stay home with them more. Because, I, I mean, our dogs are in love with this whole thing. <laughs> that is so funny because my friend has a cat and she's like, she could tell her cat is like, please leave. Why are you still here? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> cats are just antisocial. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm allergic to cats, which oh, has made me not okay. a cat person. So I've got a good friend who has cats. And every time I would sleep over at her house when I was a little kid, the cat would come lay like on my face. Oh my god! While no, I was asleep, I and I'd wake up all puffy and red, and it's just like it knew. It knew that I was willing yeah. to do it, and so it wanted to love me. And so I'm just not a cat person. Now. Yeah, I don't mind cats. Um, they just pop up out of nowhere. That's my only concern. <laughs> like, if there was a cat here, we'd be sitting there talking random, and then all of a sudden, I'd be like sitting on this laptop. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll just be like, hi. I'm like, oh, please. Like, no, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I, kittens kittens are, yeah. are so cute, though. Kittens are adorable. What about you? So what's, what's okay. something you've uh, learned or appreciated? I've learned and appreciated. Um, aside from the podcast, because, like, this podcast definitely would not have happened if COVID did not happen. Absolutely, yeah. Would not exist. Um, something, I guess, it's given me time to really... Um, I don't want to say, like, self-develop, because we are reading that book, You're mm-hmm. Not Enough. And that's okay. And that's okay. Um, but it has given me time to sit down and think about, like, my priorities mm-hmm. um, and really to get closer to God, because right before that, I had a, a transition, came yeah. out of, a like, a terrible relationship. Well, it was a good relationship, but the breakup was terrible. The breakup was terrible. The breakup was terrible. The fallout. Yeah, the fallout. Perfect. So, you know, my mind was already kind of, like, messed up from that. But, like, not having, you know, not doing anything, really. Yeah. I had to leave school and everything. So, I did school online. And, you know, school can, that can be an all-day thing. But you do it online. It's three hours. You're knocked out. You don't have anything to do for the rest of the week. Right. Um, and I didn't have a job anymore because I, I worked at school. Right, you know? right, and, right. And all my friends were, like, at school. I had so, you, like, me, lost everything. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and during those moments, that's when you get closer to God. I yep, mean, I absolutely. had nothing else to do, so I was like, let me get back and focus. And I think that has been really big. Um, I've had other moments in my life where I've had a situation similar to that, where I felt like I lost everything. Definitely yeah. not to this extreme. Like, I thought yeah. it was bad then. Now it's bad. Now. <laughs> now it's like nothing bad can ever happen. And I say that, right. and I'm like, <laughs> it can't get any worse. It can get worse. Yeah, so yeah. Don't say that. I know. I had to stop myself. Like, yeah, especially. Anyway. So, um, yeah, um, and I've had time with that before, but like this time, it just it feels a little bit different. Also, too, um, and also too, like we are continually growing with Christ. So I'm not perfect. There were things that I needed to repent for. There were things mm-hmm. that I needed to get back in line with. Like mm-hmm. one of the things, you know, always being honest, one of the things I sometimes struggle with is prayer. Not because I don't want to pray to God. Not because I don't like talking to God. Sometimes yeah. there's certain things in my life. I'm like, at the end of the day, God's going to do whatever he wants to do. So then why am I praying in the first right, place? Right. So like, I'm bad about that too. Yeah. So that's something that I've been working on a lot. Yeah. And I mean, lately, like I went to church, um, 
the day we were recording this, so it's just earlier, they talked about prayer. Um, I went to my friend's graduation yesterday, and they talked about prayer, so I'm like, okay. Hey, God, you prayed today before a podcast, and I, I really appreciated that. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. So, yeah, like, I'm working on it. Yeah. And, like, I think if I had been in the hustle and bustle of, like, being at school, working, yeah. um, doing other X, Y, and Z, I would not have been able to focus, focus on that. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that's been really good. Honestly, the podcast getting closer to God and then just, like, realizing my priorities and mm-hmm. trying to work on those things. That has been, like, the biggest blessing. Something that I did not expect, I did not think was going to happen. Like, just everything, and I think we talked about this another episode. Like, yeah. everything I had planned is just not even possible. It's just not even possible. It's not even, like, you know, I can't do it. It's not even that. It's, like, I literally cannot it's do not it. Possible. Like, it's not yeah. possible. Like, it's too late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. So... That's been a blessing, I guess. All right. And the other thing that I thought of. um, So you know how um, when something bad would happen, people would jokingly be like, thanks, Obama. Like, that was the the joke for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the new joke for, like, the next 10 years is going to be, thanks, COVID. Yeah. Because, like, that was my husband. He was talking. We were talking about his job and stuff, and he can't work now. I mean, hopefully the industry climbs back up. Yeah. Is okay, but I think like, it will because I'm want to travel soon. Girl, me too. Soon as possible. I can't wait. I need to get out of here. Keep going. But but yeah, so I, I think the new is going to be thanks COVID. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just yeah. all I'm going to say. Thanks COVID. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> that reminds me. I saw this other meme. It was like anytime someone tells me to do something, I always go in a pandemic. And like you know, people say in this. Climbing, or like, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 you get the joke. That's so, gonna yeah. be really fun. <laughs> yeah, so I think, yeah, that's gonna yeah. be one of those things where kids are gonna look at us and be like, Thanks, COVID. Yeah. You're gonna be like, I'll tell you about it, right? Right, when you get older, yeah, when you get older, we'll have a meet, we'll go to dinner, and I'll I mean, that's gonna, be the, it, that's gonna be the thing that definitely makes the history textbooks. Oh, for sure, for we live this through genre, yeah, this genre, this generation. generation. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that about wraps it up for me. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. I'm sorry that we're so dorky. It's <laughs> or at okay. least I am. No, it's, I'm a nerd. I like it. We're fine. Cool. We're relatable. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. Um, we've just, no, I'm, okay. Okay. We're descending yeah. into madness. All right, guys. Well, All we right. will talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.